Welcome to Charmed Life, a radio show discussing spirituality, magic, and the unconditional love of the universe. Thanks for tuning in. And I'm your host, Trisha Carr. Welcome to this episode. I'm really excited to dig into this very positive episode, which will make a lot of sense here in just one moment when I introduce my guest. I would just want to remind you guys that you can watch this as um, a video podcast on YouTube, youtube.com slash Trisha Carr, where I also post other videos. And you can also uh, listen to it live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific on my YouTube channel, or you can go to the special broadcast window on my website, Trisha charm.com where you'll also find my classes and intuitive mediumship uh, one-on-one sessions animal communication and please do join my newsletter join the mailing list that's the best way to stay up to date with all of the different things that I have going on and without further delay I would love to introduce my very special guest his name's Brandon Beecham he is the host of the weekly podcast called Positive Head his passions include discussing the ultimate nature of reality pursuing unique entrepreneurial Ventures, making music and writing. His dream is to expand consciousness as far and wide as possible by helping people to awaken to the realization that we are all literally one with source slash God slash the universe, whatever you want to call that, mm-hmm. as well as one another. And he often elaborates on on this concept that separation is an illusion and is fond of saying all is literally one. Act accordingly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. That is so wonderful. Welcome, Brandon. Keep it simple. Yes. Thank you for having me. Uh, It's uh, definitely a pleasure to be here with you today uh, on your show. Thanks. Uh, you, you honor me. You have such a prolific body of work. He has over a, th- uh, over a thousand episodes of Positive Head. That's amazing. What an inspiration. Just really out there serving. Uh, you know, that's, that's powerful service, you guys. You don't know how hard it is to, <laughs> or I shouldn't say hard. There's so many moving parts. Challenging, challenging. challenging. A lovely, time. lovely challenge, which is Marianne Williams- Williamson says that the challenges are gravity like that we push against to make us stronger. So thank you, challenges. But a thousand episodes is... a uh, really a feat of powerful work that you're doing just from your heart because that's free <laughs> it's really it's free to to the listeners yeah so what ins- tell us about your journey I, I mean i have so many questions but you know what what inspired you to start this did you have a spiritual awakening what's your path your journey mm. all of that business what right right, right. well um let's see if Really going back to my own spiritual awakening, I was I was raised, uh, I currently reside in um, Los Angeles area in Venice, Venice Beach, and I was raised in uh, Virginia and raised in a very conservative sort of Christian household. Hmm. And in my early, very early 20s, about 20 years ago now, um, I started having my own spiritual awakening and having some really powerful, um, you know, uh, perspective shifts on the ultimate nature of reality, who and what I am, ha, you know, um, started sort of playing with those ideas because they start, they made so much sense to me. Mm. Uh, and that's what I always say to people is like, just listen to some of these perspectives with an open mind and perhaps, you know, play with them, uh, explore them and then buckle up your seatbelt because then you're actually shown the power and you know I, I believe the the proof is in the results yeah. and how it how it affects and shifts things in your life and so I started doing that you know when I was you know right around 21 or so and um and it was really really profound I started having some really powerful you know uh, synchronicities and experiences that sort of cemented this uh new perspective into my world and then I just got really really um passionate about the topic and talking about it. And I was sort of looking around, you know, at the time 
thinking, you know, how is everyone else not seeing this and not sort of, you know, freaking out about it in a good way. And uh, so I would talk to anyone who would listen about the spirituality, the ultimate nature of reality, consciousness, uh, whatever you want to call it. Um, and, uh, you know, some people would look at me and say, wow, that's really fascinating, interesting idea, or you're crazy <laughs> or whatever, you know, uh, or just disregard it and, and then just kind of go about their lives. And at the time I, it was very much like, you know, an island. I mean, I had books and things that I really locked into early on that, you know, conversations with God is a great example. Mm. Um, you know, uh, that, that really helped to sort of solidify my own perspective. And, um, so for a long time, it was like, you know, a lot of people in my, in my life weren't really on the same, same page. Um, mm -hmm. and then, you know, and one of the things that I think has been sort of foreseen and talked about it for a long time is this mass awakening that, you know, has mm -hmm. actually been prophesized by many different cultures, you know, over many hundreds, thousands of years that, that would come around this time. And, um, I've definitely seen in the last, I don't know, seven years or so of my life, uh, where now I'm just surrounded by this sort of stuff with yeah. people in my life. And, you know, of course through my podcast. And so, um, yeah, I started off, I've been a serial entrepreneur my whole life and, you know, have played with some of the concepts and created some really interesting things. Okay. I'm one with the source that creates and animates all things. I'm unlimited, you know, have unlimited abundance at my disposal. And, you know, at the time being on a friend's couch in 2010, <laughs> after sort of a rough patch and, and growing from that to a Inc 500, you know, 569th fastest growing private company in the U S in 2015, using these perspectives, you know, right. and applying these ideas. And then of course, launching positive heads shortly thereafter, uh, or right around that time. And, and I've been really blessed that that has been sort of, you know, for many years consistently in the top five, uh, you know, in, in the category of spirituality on iTunes. So, um, yeah, now sort of parlaying into a new late night style talk show that I'm just about to sort of release to the world. Uh, and so that's, that's been my journey very quickly in a nutshell. And, uh, you know, what's led, led me up to where I'm at today. That's so exciting. Well, let's talk more about the, the nighttime show. The, yeah. Yeah. And it's video as well. So Positive Head podcast doesn't have a video component, correct? No. Positive Head, I've been doing, as you said, over a thousand episodes at this point, around a mm -hmm. thousand and twenty as of this recording. Mm -hmm. And uh, I started off just doing a weekly interview mm -hmm. uh, in 2015 with, you know, a different consciousness change maker, as I like to refer to them, and uh, someone like yourself. And, um, and I, you know, what I learned very quickly was, uh, and, and why I started it is I really needed an outlet, uh, you know, for years leading up to that, I would talk to people, you know, passionately about this topic and my poor friends and family, you, you know, ears were bleeding. <laughs> um, so I really needed a new outlet and to find an audience. And so I started by interviewing other people and that, you know, I quickly learned was as great as it was once a week and it's primarily about someone else. Um, was I needed my own outlet. Mm, mm -hmm. <laughs> I had way too much to offer and would like, you know, want to take over their, their conversation, you know, and really with an interview, it's mainly about the other guests. Right. Uh -huh. And so that's when I slipped switched to doing it five days a week. Wow. So amazing. I started just like freestyling whatever would come up, you know, oh. each what's happening in my own life? What, what challenges did I face in the last 24 hours? What, you know, oh, a question from a listener came in. Oh, this synchronicity unfolded that let me know this is what I should be talking about on this random Tuesday, you mm -hmm. know? And so it became this very highly interactive, um, 
you know, experience with the listeners, uh, P-heads, as I affectionately refer to them. <laughs> and it became this magical, interactive, sort of free-flowing, freestyling, you know, very little preparation with each of the daily episodes. And then, so Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday was that. And then Wednesday is still my interviews. Mm -hmm. And then it sort of evolved a little bit. Uh, you know, at one point, maybe a year plus ago, we, the, we did a fan takeover on Fridays. We call it the P-head posse, where it's all about the fans. And who in, in, in as a listener is up to something really interesting to kind of highlight them and give them a platform and a voice. And so um, another listener, Alexa, um, stepped forward and uh, she asked to, you know, had the idea. And what if I actually run that episode? And I allowed her to do that. So truly the fans took over that that day. <laughs> and um, and then now most recently with the launch of uh, the impending launch of my new, you know, uh, late night style talk show, the evolution of positive head, if you will, it's called optimistic spelled M Y S T I C. And, uh, I, I, you know, it's a lot to go from, you know, audio to a full video production with a live studio audience, live visionary painters, musical performance, you know, um, just like you would see with the typical late night style show, um, just, you know, all consciousness related, uh, conversations, topics and art being shared. And so obviously that's a lot more to, to, to bite off than just, you know, uh, record turning on a microphone each day. Right. <laughs> and so, uh, I, I've moved to, uh, now as we talk Tuesdays and Thursdays are now run by my dear friend, uh, Dr. Erica Middlemiss, who was filling in for many years whenever I was traveling and things like that. So it's Tuesday and Thursday is her, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday is me. And um, sometimes uh, Alexa still fills in on Fridays, but it, so it's, it's evolved a little over the years. But I would say out of the thousand plus episodes, probably, you know, 90% of them are, are all me, you know, yeah. so there's a lot there. <laughs> That's that's fascinating. I love the optimistic format, and you are doing it just completely independently. Yes, exactly. Wow. Yep, I love have uh, launched a production company. I'm called I call Television Studios, <laughs> <laughs> and Television Studios first, uh, as you can tell, I like play on words. Uh, television Studios first production is optimistic, and um, we started filming in July. And as of this recording, you know we are towards the end of July. We're we're mid September, so about almost a little less than two months ago, we started filming. And what we do is to sort of fund it all. When you ask if it's self funded and everything, is I moved into this incredible spaceship esque property in Venice Beach. It, it, it literally people drive by all day every day taking pictures of it because it's so wild looking. <laughs> and um, and how I funded it was, or have been funding it is. Um, is actually my fans from Positive Head have been reaching out for years. The listeners, you know, saying, do a retreat, do a retreat. And I didn't really have the bandwidth to do it uh, with other entrepreneurial ventures at the time. And then it hit me when it was optimistic. What if I get this big property and three of the rooms each week can be, you know, uh, listeners, fans of Positive Head that actually come on a retreat for a full week and we give them workshop experiences, different healing modalities, you know, uh, they get to come on and be on an episode of Positive Head with me one day. And then on the live taping nights of For Optimistic, which are Saturday nights, we have about 30 people show up for the live studio audience. Um, you know, it starts with me doing an opening monologue for 10, 15 minutes. We showcase a, a visionary artist painter um you know then i do a main soul share interview then uh the three the three that have been staying for the week come out on stage and get to ask a question and sort of be a part of the show and then it concludes with a live musical performance so 
the, the listeners have actually kind of crossed the line into the new show for, you know, a portion, a segment of the new show uh, they're a part of. And it, it's let up, you know, a week staying here at the at the Mystic Manor, as we call it in Venice, uh, it. for a week prior. So, Wow, how exciting. That I just, <laughs> that, that's dizzying how exciting that is. And how uh, often, okay, how can people catch Optimistic as, mm-hmm. because it's about to air, it's about to launch, mm-hmm. right? Really close. Yep. And yeah, how frequent yeah. is it? We're about to release a trailer, right? Like, Within hours after, okay. you know, nine, eight, nine months leading up to it, we're just about to release uh, the first uh, little trailer. And um, they can go to optimistic.tv, uh, uh-huh. optimistic.tv, um, spelled M-Y-S-T-I-C. But actually, even if you spell it the normal way, it'll still redirect. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, you know, we, we're on all the, you know, optimi- um, you know youtube.com slash optimistic show, instagram.com optimistic show is our tag and uh yeah we're just about to start releasing content there so we've set those up and haven't really released much yet but it's it's about to so it's all going to be hosted on the optimistic platform and what happens when nbc comes knocking on your door are you going to do it that's you know that's a great question so i mean literally we're you know as of this recording we're about to release the sizzle trailer and Mm -hmm. uh we're going to be taking it to you know um all the major networks and saying okay here's here's what we've produced here's what we put together we've already got six episodes recorded in the can Mm -hmm. and another I basically have 37 weeks scheduled over the course of the year, you know, um, so because the retreat guests are coming and, you yeah. know, it all has to be pre-set up, right? And so we were doing 37 episodes at the very least. And so we are, uh, yeah, we're going to go out for the first, as soon as we have this really starting tomorrow, I'll be taking it, you know, I have people who, so, you know, like someone who works at Netflix just saw it yesterday and it's like, oh, this is it really has turned out really, really. I couldn't be happier with how the the trailer looks, and you know, I have a really professional team um, working on it. And so, you know, we just have different people who are going to like showrunners who are going to take it to the different networks mm-hmm. and see what they say. And you know, it's like I, how I approach everything in life. I'm not I'm not attached to the outcome. I right. trust that what should be will be. Right. I've done a lot of things without getting help, so to speak. You know, independently. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. You know, what I do know is then, you know, it's sort of the golden age of television. They're all, all, you know, Mm -hmm. Disney's about to launch a network, uh, their own network. Mm -hmm. Apple is. YouTube now has their own private like shows and Facebook and, you know, Netflix and it's Hulu. There's so many of them and they're all looking for content. And we've created the set, the stage, the the guests that are part of it, the, you know, everything's there. So I think. I, and, and it looks and feels really great. And at least maybe I'm a little biased, but um, you know, so we're going to walk it in and see what people, how they respond. And if someone says, yeah, don't release it on your own, you know, let's right. work something out. Great. If a month from now we've shopped it around and we haven't gotten a, a, a quick, you know, someone who who's biting, so to speak, we're just going to put, start putting it out to the world ourselves and, you know, let the train leave the station. That's so beautiful. Now, I, I and I think that, as you mentioned, you know, we have this awakening and the 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 vibration. The I mean, the Schumann resonance is raising. That's uh, mm-hmm. you know proves that 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 it's happening. And I think that the muck that is being dusted up is is also evidential of the fact that there is there we're raising a vibration. The muck that's dusted up. I mean, the social political uh, discord and everything. That's what happens when you know. Well, actually, you were saying that when you had your you were having your awakening in that really kind of exponential growth period and you weren't on the same page with the 
the, the friends and family that you had had prior to that. So I think that's what's happening. That's the same. It's mirrored there in what's going on with our society is, right. you know, there's shift. And so that's uncomfortable for some of the other aspects that are maybe not shifting in the same way. Totally. And so, I mean, you, you mentioned, you know, so you had your math, you were kind of big awakening like 20 years ago and you noticed. So for, that's a, that's a deep perspective. You noticed that there truly is an awakening that's really occurred over the last, say, seven years, somewhere around 12, right? Because for me, um, I wonder if we always kind of feel that way. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. oh, we're, it, there's so much happening and we're always awakening. But you saw a, a market, because I talked to a lot of people who have been, had their had their um, eyes open to the metaphysical side of things for, yeah, 20 years. And they typically say, yeah, the last seven years have been a big, huge shift. Would you? So you agree with that, right? Yeah, absolutely. It, it truly has been. I mean, you know, we all heard about the Mayan calendar yeah. back years ago and, you know, the end of the world kind of thing. And, and that really, was all superstitious. Lot, That's different. Yeah, yeah. And what a lot of people think and feel and I agree with is it wasn't they weren't talking about the end of the planet they are talking at the end of the old it's an like age. a, it's a yeah. new age it's a new era um where we are stepping back into our remembrance yeah. you know re-dash membering mm-hmm. coming back together and and it occurring to more you know the planet um as a whole ultimately we've started that snowballs really started to pick up steam of people saying hold on actually I'm not separate from you. The the separation between us is illusory and there's only one of us in the room. And therefore what's good for you is good for me mm-hmm. because it's, you know, it's, it's all source. It's, it's yeah. all consciousness. It's all the, the consciousness that animates my form is the consciousness that animates your form. Mm-hmm. And when you start playing with that idea, it's like, you know, like Gandhi said, if you want to find yourself, lose yourself in the service of others. Mm. And I, I like to add to that. The reason that holds true is because there are no others. Mm-hmm. And when you, you know, once again, you play with this idea and you apply this to your life, the, the results speak for themselves. I, I call it the good kind of selfish. Mm-hmm. You know, you asked about the, you know, talking about the podcast, why do I do it? Well, it's the good kind of selfish. I know getting those messages of, you know, oh my gosh, you know, I was 25 years clinically depressed and now my life is completely turned around because I started tuning into you every, you know, every day or whatever. It's like, how could I, I have done some pretty cool things in my life, but there's nothing more humbling and rewarding than being able to play that role and helping someone and, and ultimately, you know, I always say we teach best what we most need to learn as well. Mm-hmm. So bringing humility to it, like, hey, I'm not perfect. I'm not anyone's guru, you know, uh, not an idea that particularly uh, appeals to me. And it's like, I'm here to just like help you remember perhaps what your soul is slumbering and forgotten, you know, what you have amnesia to. And um, I've sort of found myself to have somewhat of a a knack for doing that. And, and it's, it's so fun, you know, when you can see someone light up and all of a sudden their life starts changing and there's this excitement there that wasn't there before. And they, they feel so empowered because they realize, hold on, I'm one with the abundance that created everything. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I'm as valuable and as relevant as any other human that ever has been or will be, you know, the things that had to happen for me to lead here. I mean, if you think about the choice points and decision points that had to happen for you and I to be on this broadcast right now, talking to each other, your relative, you know, thousands of years ago who went light, left instead of right yeah. or hobbled with a broken leg after the tiger chewed it off and whatever it is, right? <laughs> like so many things had to happen for the universe to bring me, you and everyone listening to this point. And yeah. you are, you know, all of us are, are equally uh, blessed and worthy of all the best that the universe has to offer 
once we realize that we are worthy and deserve it, it's like when you come holding your bag of sugar to be filled up, it will be examined to see how large it is, right? Mm. And so I've just come and said, oh my gosh, I deserve a lot and so do you. And let me show you how I how to do it as I learn and maybe stumble sometimes. And you know, um, that's and to me, it's it's been just the funnest journey I could possibly sign up for. It's amazing. Now, you know what? I think what I've said before, like you're talking about, um, it's just one consciousness, just one energy. And I've, I've observed or I've had the nudge that that's probably why governments haven't really been able to weaponize psychic energy or psychic people, because when you're using psychic energy or the en- or energy, then you are tapped into the knowing that it is just one energy. You're tapped into the one energy. And so mm-hmm. you, you there's just a there's an there's a, an automatic governor that's in there that just inhibits that intention that would be using separation mm-hmm. energy. It's just not possible. It just is a fail. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, like, right, right. And so that's that's. I don't know if that makes. Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's an interesting perspective. I think I often say, if you want to know the results, uh, you know yeah. what the results will be with any action that you're taking. Yeah. Look at the intention. Oh yeah. That you go into everything. it with at yeah. the outset. Absolutely. You'll have an idea of what kind of you know result. I mean, positive head is a really great example for me. I've done I've done a lot of things in my life that are that are fun and cool and and you know had some successes and plenty of failures and. Um, you know, it's the first thing in my life as a serial entrepreneur from the time I was like 10 years old to, that I set out when it wasn't about monetizing. It wasn't about how do I, you know, what's my angle to make money? It was like, I want to just share mm-hmm. and I want to help people. And I know that that may come and, but it's, it was the first time that wasn't my MO mm-hmm. and, um, lo and behold it, you know, just took off. And so it was really an interesting thing for me to behold, you know, the difference between that and doing something. What was my intention? My intention was really pure, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's the thing is when you understand success and abundance and all these things, all the good things come as a byproduct of you doing something that's in alignment with service, you know, like Mm -hmm. the Gandhi quote, if you want to find yourself, lose yourself in the service of others, you're going to find yourself having the opportunity to give away what you want for yourself in some way, shape or form. Always do it, do it, do it, because this is how you create. Mm -hmm. This is how you create it for yourself. Whatever you're putting out, you feel the energetic repercussions of. And uh, that is such an empowering and powerful thing to, to start to learn and realize. And then it just moves into this whole piece of like, faith where you have to, you know, the universe is like, all right, let's see, you know, you ready to leap and trust the net will appear. (laughs) And, um, you know, it just turns into this beautiful dance with your higher self as you sort of expand into, you know, the next greatest and grandest version of yourself. And um, yeah, I can't think of anything funner to do and to bring as many along with me as possible. (laughs) Well, you know, I always say that I, I explain to like my students that energy is literal but it's very, very literal. I think that so, so maybe around 2006 when The Secret came out and there was some misunderstanding about how energy or the law of attraction works and the perception that people have is that I want something really hard, which is actually the recognition of the lack of it, and then that's supposed to attract essentially its opposite, the filler of it. But what it is mm. is more you have something in your energy, and that's mm. why it's never a leap of faith, actually. It's it's just... 
it's just a step. It's like yeah. that that cartoon. <laughs> I don't know if you watched Tiny Toons or the old cartoons where there was the dog that was like babysitting this baby, and this baby would just step off a cliff, but the dog would catch her because she wasn't you know, she wasn't in any harm's way because she was so cared for. Right. So, but energy is literal. It isn't like I want something desperately and then it's answered. It's that you are something perfectly. You identify to it and then it yep. is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's 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 a very nuanced thing you're talking about there, and um, you know, you, you or it's be- so simple. I think it's not nuanced. Is is the trick? Is that we we're nuanced and we have a hard time letting it be that simple. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, you you yeah, that's fair. Uh, you you be it to see it. You know, yes. most people are doing something like work in order to have something like money in order to be something like happy. Mm-hmm. But you be something like happy. You you proactively show up how you want. It to 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 experience whatever is happening, and then you know you be something like happy. You find yourself having and doing things that are a reflection of that. Yes. So if you say you know I want this thing, it's very literal. Like you're saying, the universe says, "Oh, you want it here." Here's ab- more wanting. Ab- abracadabra. <laughs> you know, I create as I speak. It means yeah. right. Uh-huh. And so abracadabra. Here's the you want it. Here's the experience of wanting it. <laughs> exactly. So really, just getting into you know vibrational alignment mm-hmm. with you know, with it, it's, it's something that I've definitely, um, you know, I don't know if it was through just natural confidence or really believing this stuff and probably a combination of both. It's like, even when I was flat broke with on my friend's couch, I, it didn't change the way I valued myself. I knew that was, you know, it's, if I haven't won the story ain't over, you know? Mm. And so it's like, I still felt worthy and, and believed in myself and you know i vibrationally was like oh you know i i am going to manifest the abundance i need to do all the things i want in the world and and i was it vibrationally and the next thing you know things shifted to mirror that in a way i could have never actually chosen for myself Hmm. and so i think that's a that's a big part of it is not being too attached to the particulars like oh okay my my i'm calling in my perfect partner and they're going to be you know six foot and blonde hair and blue eyes and between, you know, 27 and 27 and a half and all these particulars, (laughs) instead of getting in touch with what is the underlying energy you're seeking from that desire. Mm -hmm. Right. And, um, and then just trusting that it's not if, but when it shows up and Mm -hmm. that it'll show up in divine timing. So what is it that you sought from that particular desire for a manifestation? Don't be so attached to the exact particulars as just resonating with the underlying resonance of what it is that you're uh, in the process of creating. I think that's a really powerful way instead of saying, I want this thing. Mm-hmm. I'm in the process of manifesting. Yes. Right. right. And so yes. It's, it's a different vibrational it. way. Definitely. It's connected. You're connected to everything that you desire because there is only one energy. Right. And so you're, you tune into that connected frequency Absolutely. when you, when you, that's a great way. That's a great shift, a great pivot. I, you, you said that you came up in a traditional kind of or, mm-hmm. you know, conservative Christian. Did you have some spiritual experience when you were a kid through the church or anything? Or was it just kind of like bland for you? Um, no, other than getting getting dunked in water. No, nothing too, <laughs> too profound that happened to me. I did get baptized. Um, but um, yeah, no, I, I really didn't have any profound experiences or spiritual experiences as a child that I could think of. It was pretty normal. You know, uh-huh. I, had, I came from a very like, is normal if there is such a thing, you know, mm-hmm. household, my parents are actually still together and, you know, just that's very, not normal. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Um, so, 
You know, I ended up going actually to, um, I grew up in Virginia and my, my family wanted me to go, my parents wanted me to go to a private Christian school in Tennessee. Mm -hmm. And I was excited just to like exploring, you know, get out of the house, so to speak. And so I did end up going there and I actually had a lot of fun for a while. And then the rules were a little too uh, restrictive. It was pretty conservative. Mm -hmm. And I ended up getting kicked out. Um, so, um, you know, and in around that time is when so a lot of what I was taught as far as, you know, uh, pertaining to this, you know, particular uh, denomination, I guess you would say, or mm-hmm. branch of Christianity that I was raised. Uh, it was called Church of Christ. And it's very mm-hmm. literal and very conservative. Yeah. And um, it just, uh, the you know, the math stopped adding up as I got, as my brain fully developed, yeah. I, th- I think. And uh, so I just wasn't quite, um, I wasn't feeling it fully. And, you know, but I, I had been sort of indoctrinated with it my whole life. So yeah. it's around, scary. you know, 21 or so, I met someone who claimed to have psychic ability. And I was just fascinated. And then I saw her ex- you know, do some things that I'm like, hold on, how did you just do that? Like, what's going on here? And then I started like opening my mind to these things I'd never been exposed to before and started having some cool experiences myself at that point and reading materials and things that I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is so logical. You know, it just, it resonated with in every, you know, cell in my body, which probably maybe more so than the average person because I was, you know, my part of my destiny, if you will, was to do this sort of work. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was just like, oh my gosh, like this is such a big light bulb. This makes so much sense. It feels so good. I feel so empowered when I play with the concepts and ideas. Results are amazing. Like, and uh, I, like I said earlier, I was just a little surprised everyone else wasn't geeking out on it the same way <laughs> I was. And, um, but uh, yeah, so that, that sort of how it, it, it it unfolded for me as I got into college, then got kicked out, then started getting exposed to other things. It just naturally was no longer a fit for where I was at in my mm-hmm. own spiritual journey. I actually did have, well, I, I was dunked too, but when I was 11. Nah, I was but, dunked. <laughs> but, but I was actually, I, I was kind of a weird kid because I wasn't, my family didn't take me to church. I took myself to church. So I was actually seeking, but that was the only paradigm I knew to seek in. And I mm-hmm. had a basically like a Kundalini kind of experience oh, when, wow. when I was 11 in my baptism. (laughs) So so, I mean, that's obviously no one called it that no one knew that and no one knew what happened to me. And it was just, you know, a very traditional Baptist church too. It was not even charismatic or anything like that. So, um, but again, it's just, it was just my intention. My little 11 year old intention, you know, called that in. And, um, I had mediumistic experiences. I was very, I was connected to my intuition. I didn't use those words then I called it God and Jesus or whatever, but it was, it was, yeah, it was exactly what I experience now, just through a different lens I, is how I felt about it. But then, of course, there's the indoctrination, the dogma and the things, and that stopped fitting me. And it wow. was actually it started to just not fit with what I felt inside. And right. even the relationship I had with the experience of Jesus, you know what I mean? I was like, that doesn't feel like Jesus to me. <laughs> so I'm confused by this whole jam. Yeah. So. Well, you know, what's interesting with you say about that is, I, you know, I talk a lot. I have a lot of people on the show who have some really powerful you know, experiences with multidimensional beings or yeah. Kundalini awakenings or, you know, any of those sorts of things. And I personally have a lot of very grounded, like crazy leveled synchronicities. I have mm. a wild birthday synchronicity story, for example. And, um, you know, a lot of things that are, are sort of grounded. So as soon as you said that, I'm. it's funny because I'm like, of course, my grounded version of that is I have my awakening at my 
early 20s and then decide, oh my gosh, I'm one with source. I can create anything. What will it be? I'll create a band and, you know, move out to California and make music. And the name of my band was Kundalini. So <laughs> that was like, that was my Kundalini experience, like literally creating a, 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 a art project, I love a it. music project called Kundalini. Wow. That's really cool. So wait, were you, uh, do, are you a practitioner or did you ever go into being a practitioner, like using, you know, a psychic or intuitive or medium or, or energy healing or, you know, I, I've had a of? lot of intuitive readings, um, you know, either spontaneously people that have walked up to me on the street. I've had people go into convulsions, channeling messages to me randomly. I mean, I've had some pretty wild things myself. I've had some psychic experience for sure. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't consider myself like, uh, you know, I think we all have that ability. I I don't know if I'm overly developed compared to those who, you know, it's like, I can also make a basket but I'm not Kobe Bryant, (laughs) you know? Um, so that's sort of the way I I view it. Mm -hmm. And, I imagine though, if I turn my attention and energy to um, oh yeah, absolutely make that my priority, I would develop more that muscle more and more and more. Right? Oh, totally, totally. Yeah, I was just curious if that was something you had ever uh, wandered into to you know because there yeah absolutely any it's just a talent and anyone can develop their singing voice or you know shoot yep. a better basket if they if they're interested in it. That's so, right. Yeah. Um, so then you have been okay. Actually, I would love to hear about your music. <laughs> um, are you still playing? And and no, I haven't. It's been a wa- long time. So I, I originally moved to California you know, around that time. Oh, wow. I'm, I can do anything. What would I do? I want to make music. So speaking of, I went to my first psychic, uh, around that time. She goes, Oh, I see you in a cold place like Chicago in business. And at the time I was planning to graduate college and move to Chicago and work for my uncle in business. And then she said this a whole other path for you in music in California. And, you know, months, well, actually about a year later, I, I, formed a band, Kundalini, and then I met someone from California who's like, oh, you need to take your music out there. That's where it belongs. You know, I was going to college, I was in college in Nashville, so mm-hmm. wasn't it wasn't quite fit for the the style. We weren't country, you know, <laughs> and um, so we ended up coming to California. And, you know, the way I view that is, you know, uh, I often use that story as a great example because I will say our lives play out at the corner of free will and destiny. Mm -hmm. And it's destined because it's all already happened. Like, you know, your fifth birthday party is happening on another channel. I believe we're just not tuned into it right now. Or if you've seen the movie interstellar, you know, where they're on that planet and there's a huge wave and they get stuck there for 10 extra minutes. And then it ends up in 20 years passing on earth. It's like the same that's based off real science, right? Einstein proved it. If you shoot me in outer space, you bring me back a day later. I've been, dead or I'm a day older and you've been dead like 20 years or whatever it is. So, you know, I often will use that story as an example of, you know, it's destined because it's already happened, right? Mm -hmm. Um, It's free will. Your life plays out of the corner of free will and destiny because from this moment forward, you get to choose which version of you that you want to step into. And when I was sitting in front of that psychic intuitive in that moment, she's tapping into the subtle energies and where I'm resonating at that moment. Oh, I see a timeline where you go to Chicago. I see a timeline where you go to California. So, the, you know, from this moment forward, the question always is, is, well, what's the greatest and grandest version from this moment mm-hmm. forward? And no matter how grandiose or great or, you know, incredible it, it may be, if you can think it up, source has been there, done that and gotten the t-shirt mm-hmm. is what I like to say. So that's where you then can pull it back and say, okay, I'm one with source. Source can create anything. I'm going to be in vibrational alignment with the unfolding of that version of myself. And this is how I feel we navigate you know, we, we navigate free will and destiny in a way that, you know, leads us into the most rewarding, uh, version of ourselves. 
Can I tell you that you are psychic? Well, anyway, a- a synchronicity is essentially the same thing. You know what I mean? Like it's all in the yeah, same yeah, business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what's floating around in my field, you just mentioned, oh, your fifth birthday exists just on a different channel. I just spoke to my husband last night about my fifth birthday. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> See, that's pretty that that is it's like yeah. so like the picture that kind of, of it is like, all day every day in my life yeah like, i know right it's just like reflection 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 yeah. and it's like more threads of connectivity and yeah you know and, and and not only that, but it's a it, what we were talking about because I went to a, a a workshop to learn a new healing technique last night, and so it's a part of. So that's actually that was a gift to me. You you mentioning my fifth birthday, <laughs> what it was that I moved in by you know with the example of what happened at my fifth birthday. So that's kind of crazy. So <laughs> thank you. Really, really crazy, cool, and magical. And well, that's what's happening to your listeners like, all the time. <laughs> yeah, it really is. There's a ton. It's just like it's. The layers of it sometimes are so profound. Yeah. It's just like, it's incredible. Like, you know, it will just become like this multi-layered onion of magic. And, um, you know, I I just, I I think because I get so excited by it too, it just calls in more of it. It Oh, yeah. Vortex of like childlike wonder, you Mm -hmm. know, and um, I I often will say, you know, I'm the poster adult for childhood. (laughs) And um, so I think that really, you know, it's, I don't, I don't quote the Bible hardly ever. There's one verse that I love and it's, you know, unless you become like a child, you can't enter the kingdom of heaven. And so I feel Mm -hmm. like we're creating heaven on earth now Mm -hmm. and becoming childlike is like, is the path to it. And, and, you know, you talked about Jesus and and that whole thing earlier. And I, I often will also say, you know, Jesus was a man. Christ is a state of consciousness. Yes. So that energy is, you know, Jesus isn't coming back. Uh, he's a man that's dead and gone. Christ consciousness is, is, you know, spreading and expanding mm-hmm. and, um, you know, sort of this good virus that's happening on the planet where now, you know, you can be in the grocery store and the woman next to you is into the stuff, you know, yeah. whereas 10 years ago, it's like, we're just sound crazy. You know, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's definitely, and I believe this, this is what Christ was teaching. Yes. I and the father are one. I'm mm-hmm. one with God. Mm-hmm. You will do greater things than I with the faith of a mustard seed. I can move a mountain. Mm-hmm. Like he was teaching law of attraction and yes. oneness. And he, I mean, even when they were going to put him on the cross, I thought, I think it's really interesting. The last thing he's quoted as saying, you know, as in his defense was, hold on. I know you're saying you're going to kill me because I've claimed I'm God. Uh, but isn't it even written in your old texts, the old Testament, mm-hmm. ye are gods. Right. And, and that was his defense, you know? <laughs> yeah. So all he was doing was teaching. So this energy that we're talking about here now, this is Christ consciousness. Absolutely. Like, it will. The, and the way that I interpret, you know, I am the way, the truth, the life, and no one comes to the father except through me. I actually see the ego Amy, which is the, I am it's, it's rather than saying he's like this person he's saying the i am, I am. Yeah. the uh, the i am is the way the truth and the like life that. and nobody yeah. gets to the father or source except for their own i am energy yeah. except for Love the that. i am energy which is that that's, one consciousness that's a brilliant um that's how that's it strikes me perspective. yeah it's like you know i love the i am that i am it's like mm-hmm. you know i believe i heard wayne dyer for the first time break that up he said i am that so anything you point at i yes. am that yes. and then you just shave off the that 
Right. I am. I, I just am. Yes. You know? and, you, and, and this is why our language is so important because I am, the I am is so powerful. And your, you, your, your inner being or your subconscious mind slash also the outer essence that we call the universe or source energy believes anything and answers anything that follows I am. And that is ask and it will be answered. It's what yes. follows I am, whatever yeah. it, the intention is we're talking about. You are, you are a powerful, powerful creator. Yes. And therefore, you, you know, we are the creator and created rolled into one, mm -hmm. right? And so what does a creator do? It, it, it constantly creates. What does source God, the creator do? It's a create, it creates. Mm -hmm. So it creates with I am, like I am what? What are you? Mm -hmm. And as you, you know, it, it's abracadabra as I, I create, it, as I yeah. speak. And so it's very important. And this is a lot of what my show's focus is about. How do we shift our perspectives to see things from the vantage point that our higher self sees things? Mm -hmm. How do we shift things to you know, I, I, spiritual alchemy, I say, is like the art of sifting and shifting perspectives until love emerges. Once you understand it's all happening mm -hmm. for you, not to you and through you, it's the ultimate game changer. And so the only the game becomes, how do I see this from the vantage point? So I take the lump of coal and actually turn it into the diamond it's destined to, to become. Mm -hmm. It's all about shifting perspectives, telling a story that serves you. You're a creator. Start telling all, all, all I've ever done to create Lots of, you know, people step into the mystic manner and like, oh my gosh, this is like this incredible dream come true. I'm like, I'm just really good at making up stories. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's really all, you know, I, I'm a storyteller and I've told a story about who I am and what I am and what I can do. And, and if you do the same thing, you'll get the same results. It's like, mm -hmm. I'm not special. None of, you know, we all have it within us. And it's, yeah. uh, it's so empowering to once you realize that. Well, you are a story that is being told by Source Energy or you're a melody line or you're a harmony line mm -hmm. in the one song the universe so you are a story of source energy that gets to create stories yourself it's really yes. really beautiful I, I would i want to come see mystic man you're right down the street yeah, <laughs> yeah. come to come to a live taping okay. they're on uh saturday nights and yeah i'll put you on the list oh and yes love to have you and um yeah we like i said we have guests that come and stay a full week leading up and then we have on the Saturday evenings when we're live taping, you know, about 30 people that can come and be in the audience. And then we roll that into a, an after party. That's just really just, a, a, you know, a, a convergence of amazing, epic, magical souls. And it's been it's been really fun. You know, we've, we've recorded the first six. So like I said, we have 37 slated through next July and we'll see where it goes from there. But so at least 30, 31 more ahead of us as of the time of this recording this year. So our that, you know, up until July 2020. Actually. So you're doing them. So you record them live and but you're putting you say, OK, so it's essentially very much like our like you said, like the late night talk shows, like the Tonight Show and everything, because those are recorded live, but then they're put together and, and you know, yep, that's broadcast exactly. non-live. Yeah. OK. Yep. Yeah. It starts with, you know, the, the audience shows up and everyone gets in there, you know, gets seated. I start with an opening monologue. There will be a visionary artist painting over in the corner. Um, you know, I'll step over for a few minutes and hear kind of like, what's the rundown on this piece? What's the motivation? What's the inspiration? Then the main interviewee comes out. Um, it's been 30 or 40 minutes with them. And then the guests that have been at the Mystic Manor for the week come out for about 15 minutes. And then it concludes with a live, uh, very intimate musical performance by, you know, a different music artist. So Amazing. Wow, that's so cool. And, and but again, all the oops, my microphone just fell. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> all of the moving parts, that's really beautiful. And what kind of music acts are there? Um, you know, last week we had um, Fia, a music artist named Fia, F I A. Okay. Uh, it's a great example. I mean, she's literally like an angel that descended from 
you know, the clouds with a guitar. And I mean, her voice literally just gives you chills. It's really incredible recorded, but live is even a whole nother experience. Um, so yeah, it was, uh, Fia last week is, is a, you know, great example. And, um, so, you know, it's, it's been a lot of so far kind of, uh, singer songwriter kind of stuff. That's really easy to do in an intimate setting. Um, but, uh, you know, we have some, psychedelic hip-hop coming up next weekend or in a couple of weeks and so some different you know conscious hip-hop stuff and then you know it'll be a it'll be a mix of uh we've had some electronic more electronic based sort of stuff a few times with, uh, with i'm sure live pe- elements people so. are probably requesting that kundalini get back together <laughs> <laughs> that would be quite the thing wow yeah uh it's been a minute 2004 so we, we need some 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 practice <laughs> did you what 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 do you play do you sing do you play i was a vocalist yeah oh so, cool yeah yeah so you were the frontman <laughs> yeah i was one of two frontmen so oh, cool i love it yeah. <laughs> wow that's amazing so how about books are you a writer are you going to be putting some books you out? know i am i've that was the first thing I said I wanted to do as a kid. And um, I actually started writing a book before I launched Positive Head. And then I said, you know what? I don't have an audience yet or anything. Maybe I'll shelf this for a minute and get back to it. And uh, I haven't gotten back to it because I've been so busy. So with, much. Yeah. I know yeah, so much. I mean, because I have a travel company that really, you know, took a lot of my energy over the last few years as well. Mm. A lot of growth and ups and downs. That's a whole story of my, my sort of experience with that. Um, you know, as I mentioned, I went from a friend's couch to an Inc. 569th fastest growing private company in the U S to getting offered to be bought out for $30 million within 12 hours of that offer. Um, losing 90% of our revenue Oh my gosh. because of, because of a two multi-billion dollar companies got together and pushed us out. And then, uh, and then, you know, uh, a friend and business partner, someone I'd let in trying to like steal what was left. Uh, it, it was like a script out of a movie. <laughs> and um, so then out of the ashes of that, me and my brother partner started a new travel company a few years ago. And, and that's taken a lot of energy as well. And only recently with uh, the launch of Optimistic, have I pulled back a lot of my time and energy there. And he's sort of mainly running the show. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, between doing that and the podcast five days a week and, you know, now Optimistic, it's um, it's 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 a lot. So one of the things for someone like me who gets so excited about projects is like really learning. You can do anything. You just can't do everything at once. <laughs> no, totally. <laughs> so. Are you uh, are you into numerology? I feel like you have a lot of five energy. I'm wondering if you're a life path five. I'm, a, I'm an eleven actually. Oh, eleven too. Yeah. Well, that makes a lot of sense too because they they want to uh, share the love. They want to spread the yeah. love. So yeah. Yeah. I'm a I'm a king of hearts and destiny cards. Have you ever done your destiny card? No, I don't even That's know about this. That's my new favorite. It's like okay. astrology and numerology sort of. Combined, oh it like predates Tarot. It's based off the 52 uh-huh. playing cards. There's 52 weeks in a year, 52 playing cards. There's four seasons, four suits. Mm-hmm. There's uh, 12 royals, you know, in the deck. There's 12 months. Yeah. If you add up all the cards and make um, um, the Joker a quarter, it adds up to 365 and a quarter. Mm. So it's really interesting because instead of being one in 12, like astrology, yeah. astrology, I'm a Leo, but instead of doing one in, uh, you know, one in 12, it's one in 52. So okay. that's yeah, cool. So oh, I got to check that out. Thanks. Is, is, is King of Hearts. So there's, have you heard of human design? Yeah, I have. Yeah. What are, do you know what you're a generator? A generator. I'm a yep. 
I'm a reflector, which I don't know oh, a lot about. That's it, really rare. It's the rare one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, doing th something where I'm actually interviewing people. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. So I do a lot of reflecting there. But uh, I think also the uh, the sort of empathic nature, you know, that, that really that sh is sort of reflecting the, you know, you, me, I'm you pushed out and you're me pushed out kind of energy too. Right. I do. And you know what I do? I actually do about every fifth episode of mine I do on my own so but I I, I like oh, cool. I like how you how you do that with I love I love the um the dynamism and the I am a life path five and I love change and I love adventure so I really cool. do everything well, maybe it's time on. to do more uh, solo episodes <laughs> yeah I can actually get a lot of response from those too <laughs> yeah I mean so. that's the thing is you you know when you have a lot to offer um it's important to get your voice out there too right it's mm -hmm. so fun to play off of other people and yeah. to hear their stories and um, you know, and it's also very rewarding to, you know, sort of your own flavor of. Yeah. Well, I do a lot. I teach a lot. So I, I feel like I, it feels like I do that a lot. But, um, but anyway, well, I'm, I'm off man. Thank you for the destiny cards. And yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Really That's awesome. a fun one for people to check out. Well, we are just about out of time. Is, is there uh, some, anything else you would like to, to share with everyone? Um, everyone, I want to make, remind you, check out Optimistic TV, um, you know, Positive Head, all of it. And yeah, and, and thank you, Brandon Beecham, for being here. Anything else you would like to tell everyone? Yeah, um, you know, the only thing that pops up for me is is as we are sort of ascending vibrationally, we're all going through this massive growth. It's this quickening that happen is happening, right? Where mm -hmm. you know you're you're exponentially growing, mm -hmm. most likely if you're hearing this show, yeah. and just realizing like you, you know when when resistance is coming in up, and you just can learn to surrender to it, and and, and move into a state of love centered um, energy. And need, you know, wanting to be choosing to be happy and loving more than needing to be right yes. is a huge, huge shift. And I think as you ascend and as this radical growth comes is coming for you, like that is like when you find yourself holding on too tight and resisting and fighting, like release and trust and just move into a state of love and a loving heart. And you, you, you instantly win, you yes. know, um, the, the book by Michael Singer, um, Oh, uh, untethered soul. He talks about this. Like the only thing that becomes important when you realize it's having an opening heart, open heart, because it's a, it's a, it's an energetic valve the way, same way it's a physical valve. Yes. And so if you're closing your heart open and closing it all the time, you're cutting yourself off from source. It's like a Ferrari stopping and starting, right? If you just learned it, my only aim is to keep my heart open no matter what's happening, you become a cup that overflows with mm. this incredible chi and life force and energy and source energy that, you know, then just reflects into everything in your life you ultimately can't lose doing that oh beautiful open heart wow thank you so much what a beautiful parting word and again such an honor to have you on and you're so busy but i would love to have you on again and again and again <laughs> yeah and likewise and perhaps we can bring you on positive head at some point as well oh my gosh i would just love that so much and i'm gonna become i'm gonna come to see you at the mystic manor yeah so yeah exciting. yeah definitely do that that would be <laughs> let's let's yeah you're you you're too close not to and yeah I, you will absolutely have a marvelous time and i would definitely love to connect with you here in 3d <laughs> me too oh well thank you again brandon beecham positive head podcast optimistic tv what a wonderful episode and thank you all for tuning in i love you whoever you are